you've been looking for a podcast to help you transform your physical and mental one that'll shoot you straight between the eyes with truth and no bs helping you have the right mindset to accomplish things the iron will and fortitude to follow through with what you say you're going to do no excuses Mark owns martial arts schools, and after 30 years, he has some real insight for real talk, real life, real conversations, motivational, fitness, self-defense, weight loss, live from the Great 1-8. This is Real Talk with Mark Cox. All right. It looks like we popped on live, man. All right. So we're here. So it's good afternoon, Matt. I I think that uh, you guys are three hours ahead. Georgia time is three hours ahead. Yes, sir. And uh, so it's noon at your time. As a matter of fact, I think what's happening is you're missing your – are you allowed to miss your meeting? Um, Oh, that's actually Your staff meeting? That's on Wednesday. (laughs) That's on Wednesday. Yes, sir. Oh, so you (laughs) – I'm good. Uh, Private lesson starts at 1. So, <laughs> yeah, so we got an hour. We got a good hour together and then we'll 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 get talking about. So I'll introduce you now. I've known you since you're a little kid and probably at three or four years old uh, when you were at uh, Statesboro Karate. That's when you yes, started. So, and uh, how old are you now, Matt? How old are you? Uh, 23. 20, you're 23. I think you're the yes, youngest sir. guy I've had on so far well, on these you. podcasts. Right. Thank well, you, uh, you. <laughs> you know, we we see that. uh you, you know, you've come up from a, from a three-year-old to be this, uh, you know, this chief instructor of a big school and, you know, we'll get into how that all started. So, uh, I'm going to go ahead and let you introduce yourself and, uh, why don't you tell everybody when you started, um, your martial arts training? Okay. Uh, my name is Matthew St. George. I'm 23 years old. Uh, I started karate actually when I was about four or five. Um, they put, my parents put me into it, uh, I was always, uh, I would say, a scrappy young man. Uh, so what else other than contact sport? And uh, I fell in love with it as a kid. Uh, you know, I could, I'm, I'm allowed to punch people in the face all day, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, it was great as a kid. I was always, uh, I looked up to the instructors. I remember Carson as a young man. And uh, his, like, would always would impress me with uh his jump kicks carson i don't know if you can remember his he was like the bunny man carson could jump yes i remember it seemed like 20 feet in the air and i would always look back and be like wow like that's pretty cool that's 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 pretty cool that's uh, ninja stuff yeah yes sir so well i remember you know you started with clay pearson out in statesboro and i guess carson's kind of been part of your life for ever since you started i'd imagine right <laughs> yes, because sir. he was you know he was helping um he was you know he was helping uh mr pearson with his school back at the time and and i don't think everybody really realizes that my closeness came to carson probably more when his his dad is it was um you know battling cancer and yes, that's where his and his and i's really forged a relationship together and so I, I've watched you now as a young guy. I remember like you, you grew up in martial arts when it was uh, pretty brutal. Okay. Yes, it was, uh, it was when instructors were knocking you out and, uh, <laughs> and, you know, and it is true. It, you know, you, you had this path of being this aggressive uh, young guy and, you know, it's funny. I, that's, you know, I was aggressive too. When I started, I wasn't as young as you. I was in, in 22 and I had that same aggressiveness, but you had it ever since you were a little kid and trying to get this, this, uh, little ball of, uh, thunder under, under control, you know, and, and your dad, you I think he took you, you, you took with your father, right. And yes, your brother. Yes, sir. Right. Yeah. The three of you, the three, the three St. George's. I remember, I remember being at your black belt test and, and we've been together for a long, long time and. And it's been uh, it's been a joy to watch how you have you grown up and uh, how you're in charge of um, the mat at a major school. It's 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 uh, actually been pretty impressive 
to say the least, you know, I'm always coming down there, giving you a hard time. I never get to, so, uh, you, I know, you, you I know, you're going to, you're, 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 right you're not, you're not going oh to be like, what, okay, wait a second. This can't be real. That Mr. Cox is giving me a compliment. Right. It's, it's, uh, so, uh, but I would say that once you, once, uh, let's talk about, um, how the martial arts kind of where, where it helped you out the most. Okay. Um, did it, do you feel that it helped you? Did you feel, do you feel like it helped you, uh, calm that? Or do you feel like oh, it released absolutely. an animal? Absolutely. Well, uh, it depends. Mm -hmm. It, uh, so that's now it's like a 50, 50. I didn't even think of it that way. Um, mm -hmm. I would say it most definitely controlled it more than anything. A hundred percent. Like I could, you, you come in here, you know, throw on some music, you worry about yourself. You can go over all the stuff you've been training and just get it out. You know, like yeah. ever, as soon as you step on the mat, it kind of like, it goes away, you know, like it's home. Like this is where it's like, all right, this is what it's all about. And then, um, then on the other side of how you say it kind of just unleashes something. Uh, well, definitely when you get partnered with someone like uh, Bouchard or something along those lines, mm -hmm. it, it really helps to when you go out and do, uh, the military contracts and things like that. Uh, yes. It really helps to like show that at the end of the day, like I don't need to do something, but if I need to, it's like the, the get out of jail monopoly card. It's always in your back pocket, you know, you don't it need is. to throw it out, but it's, it's always there just in case. It is. It's, it's uh yeah, right. So the reason, and it's one of the reasons I, I decided to have you on, cause you know, you're such a young guy and, and, and uh, you know, you don't have super life experience, but you've got some life experience that is life changing, believe it or not. Even though you're a young man, you've got some stuff that has happened uh, in your life. And we're going to, you know, we'll, we'll kind of hit on each one of those until we get to talking about, you, you know, working with special needs and what that's really done to your heart. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And so um, we talked a little bit about how, you know, first of all, I'm not sure if everybody knows. It's kind of like Michael. At, at one time, you were you were quite a little roly poly yourself. Is that correct? You were a heavy set kid, oh, taking yes, martial arts, right? Yes, and um, you know, I just asked you before air. I mean, did you get bullied in school? And then you you shared with me that you were you were actually homeschooled. And Always so let's school. talk about yeah, let's talk about the weight loss first. You know, where wh what changed in your mind and decided to to make that? Because I remember, <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Oh, wow. I remember I, I got to keep the story straight on which ones I want to uh, I want to say about you. So it's it, you know because I watched you kind of under undertaking. You were you know some people may not know just as as fit as you are today and what an athlete you are today. Uh, that wasn't always the case. Yes. So so why don't you why don't you give us what what that looked like in your in your life? Um, I feel like it always. Like, I was always on the heavier side of being a kid, but I would say probably at, like, 13, 14, that's when it hit me, and I was like, wow. Because when I would go to karate, and that's when, again, like, 13 is when it really picked off, and I went back to martial arts real heavy. Uh, I couldn't do the ninja moves. Like, I couldn't be what I was expected to be because of when I started, who I started with, how long I've been doing this. So me not being able to jump out a butterfly round on like things, it was, it was unacceptable. So uh, that's what really hit me. And then depressed, like you're not, when you, eat healthier when you're constantly moving, you feel better without a doubt. And at 14, it was like, your body's changing everything. You feel like everything sucks. Like you're angry <laughs> at the world. You don't know what you you feel like your parents don't know what you're going through. Nobody knows what you're going through. And so to try to find like the easiest ways to be happy, just eat right, move a little bit, you know, things and, so it's really on the search for happiness on like trying to be healthier. 
Right. Which, which is good. You know, I think, you know, you know, even in my own son's lives, you know, myself, my journey, my son's journeys, they've lost, uh, you know, as Michael lost over a hundred pounds, Daniel lost over a hundred pounds, their dad, myself, all of us. So I think you really hit on something that, you know, is near and dear to us. I think we always have kind of a soft spot for those that feel out of shape and, and, or feel like they can't do something. I I've watched you do the same thing on the mat where you, you, because you've had the experience, you're able to relate to people and make them feel comfortable in a very uncomfortable situation, you know? So based on what your, what your life, you know, experience has been. So, you know, I think that that's a great, I think that's a great testimony on what you are because anybody that watches you today, you know, you just, you know, you're super athletic today and, (laughs) and, uh, how you, you know, how you, you know, we bring you down to the, we bring you down to the base to make sure that you can, uh, tune up soldiers and, and do what you do. So that's been, um, that's been awesome to watch. Now, was there a period of time now you you talked a little bit about coming back to the studio. Was there a period of time that you left the school for a while? Is that correct? Yes, sir. Um, you know, sports, you know, want to play football, want to wrestle, mm-hmm. uh, you know, all the typical things. You did know? you wrestle? Did you wrestle in, in high school, dude? Yes, sir. So ah. uh, it was anything scrappy, trying to do something different. Um, that was, yeah. yeah. It was so stupid. It was I, so I, well, stupid. Well, I, don't I, think I, I regret I, I, it every time. <clears throat> I know, I know there's things that we regret in life and we've, you tell students now, but you have that story now, right? You have that story to say, Hey, listen, there was a period I could have kept martial arts and I could have played ball and wrestled all in the same time and kept that martial arts going because, uh, so now you have a story. So whether, whether we regret what we do or we, we grow from what we do. Right. So I, I think that that's a, that's a testament to you on, on what that is. Cause I think we all have gone down there. So the, the, oh, a couple of shout outs. You see Stormy's watching you right now. Uh, and this yeah. is uh, Austin and grandma's watching you right Austin, now. Yeah. yeah we'll talk about Austin, Austin, man. We love him. <laughs> yeah. Right. Absolutely. And this is a good friend of mine. This is, his name is Glenn. He's watching from Texas. He's wow. okay. him and I, him and I go way, way back from way before you were even a thought process <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, on the mat. You know, Glenn and I were on the mat back in the, in the early eighties. Uh, so he's watching from Texas. So, um, I believe he's doing some police stuff. Glenn is, I think you're, you know, you're, I see that your brother just, uh, uh, got out of the police department he did. He did, <clears> and, uh, and so that's, uh, yeah, that's something we'll, we you know we'll touch on, but, uh, so you, you did step away for a while. And of course we remind you constantly, <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> right. Absolutely. <laughs> And as, <laughs> just so you know, we do that for everybody. We say, "How's it? What's it feel like not to going to be the first master, even though you should be, because you stepped away from the mat for a while." Yeah. And uh, <laughs> but what it was was so. Let's talk about you have something that my my folks, um, my kids have. Okay, um, look at Austin. He says he loves us both. Look at that kid. Oh my gosh. I know. Um, and Carson said your hair looks great, Matthew. Well, and, you know what I'm saying? No. <laughs> so we we decided that um, you know, my children kind of grew up. I, when I saw your relationship with Carson the most is when you're going through a real serious time in your life. Now you got to share an experience that's the same thing as my kids. I mean, you know, my kids unfortunately had to grow up through a divorce. And yes, sir. You know, I did not. As a matter of fact, my folks are still alive today and they are just still in love as they were in 1959 when they got married. Right. And. And so I didn't have to uh, I didn't have to live through what it was like for somebody to have their parents get divorced. Now, my children have and I've seen a lot of similarities with you and even my own my own kids. Right. Yes, sir. And so. Um. You're so loved by, by the way, you have, uh, Kelly's on online and this is a testament to who you are. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, everybody watching you, you know, Jack and I are watching you right now. So gra- grateful Matthew returned. The impact he has on my kid is something I can never repay. See, this is, this is just something that you may not even know the impact that you have on everybody, dude. You're just kind of showing up to, 
to work and having a good time and, and changing lives every day. So this is just a testament to you as I see everybody popping online. It's been great to watch this. Um, but let, let's talk about, about what happened with you when you had to go through a, a divorce and how that impacted you and how, the major thing that Carson played in your life because of it. Okay. Why don't we go down there and, and go from there? Yes, sir. Um, I can remember, like I said, I picked up karate again when I was like 13, real heavy because of, uh, my parents splitting up and I can remember the day my parents told me and Carson already, cause like I said, I was homeschooled. I really didn't have to, uh, like I could finish my work and then boom, I'm free, you know? And so Carson would call mm-hmm. me and be like, Hey, you, you want to go to the studio? And I was like, eh, uh, not really. I got a bunch of work to do, blah, blah, blah. Uh, my parents, uh, sat there, we had the talk and I called Carson back. I was like, Hey, uh, <laughs> uh, you guys, do you want to come back and get me? And, uh, he was like, yeah, no problem. So if you don't know, he, oh, you know, if you drive to Pooler to Statesboro, that's a good, about 45 minute drive. Yeah, well, he, yes, it he, is. He already made it to Pooler. Drove the mm-hmm. 45 minutes back and then went back to Pooler and then drove me back home that same night. Can never, mm-hmm. we'll never forget that for the rest of my life. Like forever grateful. Um, so with that being said, uh, I would, karate was home. That's with everything. Like, like I said before at the very beginning, uh, once you kind of step on the mat, everything goes away. So instead of being home and having to deal with that process and everything like that, I would just stay at the studio. And, uh, yeah, that's really where it just picked off. And then like, again, at 13, you don't really know your body's changing. You feel like you're just angry at the world and then that's piled on. So yes, it, it helped. Yeah, it was there. So I remember several times when I come out out to town and we would have you with us. You were probably with us. Uh, I would say 90 percent of the time I used to come out in the beginning. Yes, so I remember and I can see it as you're talking about it now that, that it was just something that. Um, uh, that is life changing. And I've seen my own fo- uh, my own kids, what they've had to go through in a divorce situation because, I, you know, they had to live through a divorce. And then I'm a single dad. And so I took care of the kids, you know, and, um, and how that affected them into adults. And so I think that watching Carson kind of take you under his wing and had a real love for you. Cause that's, you know, yeah. I mean, let's be real. Let's, uh, let's talk about Carson for a minute. Cause he never, he never talks about himself. You know, he is never. one of the most no, selfless human Agreed. beings that I ever, I've ever met. You know what I mean? His, it's never uh, he doesn't put himself in front of anybody else you know what i mean and and i think you know we we spoke about it a long time with you and um you know when when he decided that hey i i'm going to be here for this kid and and see and then even when you stepped away for a while right it was like you just opened up the door and he was right back you were right back yeah. in right i like that's what i'm saying it was and so you know, that's just what I'm talking about. That's just kind of the human being that he is. And um, when when God puts you with, um, you know, somebody that's going to you're going to cross paths with like that, it's life changing. And so I was glad that so some people may not know. I think the reason I wanted to hit it so much, Matt, is because you probably knowing all the kids that you teach now yourself and the students that you have. There's probably a lot of them that go through some similar stuff like oh, you're going through. Right. Yeah. Mom and dad are arguing at home and and you're you're there to hug on them for the day. And and that one hour of time where they can have some fun and are they're being challenged or, you know, they're being put to the test, you know, uh, all that other kind of stuff. Like for all of us, believe it or not, that's, you know, the mat is a sanctuary. If I didn't have the mat and my students and all that kind of stuff, I would been (laughs) I'm not really I'm not really sure what what that would look like even in my own life you know what i mean so i know that the importance of it and probably you know you got some of your other students you know on here um 
uh, you know, that this has become a second home for a lot of these teenagers. And because I'm telling you right now, it was a second home for Carson too. I mean, he lived down there. He lived at the, at that studio and, you know, he worked a long time to try and I didn't have that as close relationship as I did with him when he was younger. Uh, it, it kind of grew as, as we, as we, uh, you know, matured into in having a studio and stuff like that. But it's so I really was glad that you, you hit on this uh, quite often because uh, you you've been an instructor now for even though you're a young guy. Uh, how many kids do you have that are coming to you? You know, I'm being bullied at school. How many kids are you can just tell in their face that they're just not having the day that they've had. And now they have this young guy, a young, energetic guy that's had life experience a lot like them. And you get to be in the middle of that, changing, changing that for 20 minutes. Uh, you've mentioned before on, I can't remember where we were talking about it, but you, you spoke about what, what, what were you doing before this, before you, you went full time in, into this, what, right. what were you doing? You were I doing, was, yeah, I was living up in Jersey with my godfather and my aunt. And I was doing electrician work. Mm. That's right. And so everybody hears your accent, even though you're from Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, you, you, yo, come on. (laughs) (laughs) You don't, you don't have the the common, (laughs) you don't have the common uh, uh, accent, you know? So, you know, you were doing uh, some electrical work until, you know, Carson put this in front of you. And I'm sure you've heard it like everybody else. uh, When are you going to get a real job? All right. oh, this is oh, a real job, yeah. uh, right? hundred yeah. percent, right? Oh, All the 100%. time. <laughs> oh yeah. And, I just, yeah. Yeah. I just yeah so I, just so you know, <laughs> I still get that sometimes. Is that, is that what you do full time? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. That's what I do full time. <laughs> 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 so, you know, you, you've heard it, you, you, you know, you've heard that all before Jerry's online right now. Uh, you can say hi to oh. Jerry. Remember what an animal oh, he was dude, when we taught him. Oh, dude, he's I'm a beast. Tired. Yeah. He's great. He's dude. awesome. What's up, good bro? soldier, good yeah. soldier. So is his. I think Jerry's. His wife was no joke either. Um, yeah. So it's just a testament to see everybody popping online for you. It should make you feel really good. And it, so because sometimes as an instructor, right, we hear some of the most. Most of the times we hear what the negative <laughs> is, right, <laughs> right. It doesn't matter how good we do. You know, we say one wrong thing on the matter. We do one wrong thing outside the studio, and it's just like, oh my uh, gosh, right. Funny. And, you know, it's just, it's barotted to, to something that, you know, people are, are, tell me if we're not right, right? People are looking for us to fail, correct? Yes, sir. People are, because we're in a leadership position, people look for us to fail so that they can say, (laughs) oh, see. You messed up. (laughs) You know, so that's, uh, that's just part of the, that's just part of the, uh, what, what happens in a martial arts school. And hopefully some of the students that are listening, they can see that there is, you know, there's no magic. There's no magic on the belt, the the black belt or whatever. Uh, it, it, when it all comes down to it, we're trying to, to lead a life to, to help their themselves or their children lead a better life. And we try to keep our life as clean as we can as being instructors. Right. That's just, that's what we're trying to do. So it's been, uh, that's been great seeing it. So let's, let's fast forward to, when Carson decided to bring you on full time, I think you were in the very first Pooler school, uh, right? The, you were such a little kid. I th- I don't know. Yeah. Were you? I was what? like thirteen. Like so, the very first school. That's when I was kind of like cleaning the mats and like I did everything. Like I would clean the mats, clean the toilets, everything. And Carson would kind of just pay me in food. Like you know what I'm saying? Like we'd eat lunch that's together, uh-huh. we'd hang out, and like that's what it was. And he like paid for his own gas to like come and pick me up and like that's what it was like I would just I would help out but not to the extent of when I got full-time was when I probably I don't know I would say about like four or five years ago mm-hmm. and then ever since then it was for teach it <laughs> you know teach us yeah. class mm-hmm. and uh but it was great uh yeah I, it was just to watch it grow from what it was from the very first school to what the studio is now, it's, mm-hmm. it's unbelievable. I guess. Yeah. It's yeah. And it's a, you know, that's a, what, what have you learned being around a man like Carson? What's that taught you? I mean, 
you can't, you can't, you can't dispute that the man is, uh, you know, he, he's, he's <laughs> got a, man, he, he's got Carson's a gift, got the gift of being just, I feel like if karma was a person of how good he is, that's why Carson is so lucky. Like if that makes <laughs> any sense, uh, Carson's just so good. That's why he's been blessed. Like that's, yeah. I feel like it's, you know, I, I don't know how to really describe it. Yeah. I think that, I think you're right. I think that having him, uh, and I know that you appreciate what, what, what he's done, especially in your life. You know what I mean? And Couldn't even put it I think words. that, yeah, I, I, I mean, it's been great. It's been great watching him and it's been a pleasure being part of, of, watching his growth and, and, and helping him. Um, cause you know, he had, you know, losing his father was major for him and sure. it's almost like, uh, you know, that's where God had me come in and then, then you're, you're right behind. So him being able to learn all the lessons he learned from his dad into you, you know what I mean? And so I would, I, you know, never, never discount that. I think that's, that's awesome. So with Carson doing that, so you've been in the school now, I remember the very first school, remember it was a smaller yeah. mat yeah. and uh, <laughs> you know, I remember it being there. And then um, is that, did you test for black belt there? Yes, sir. The very first, well, we would always like go and we would rent out like local schools mm -hmm. or things like that. And uh Yes, sir. My first degree black belt was with Carson at the right. First I think yes, I think because you guys are living on the pooler side, so even going to Statesboro that was that was even hard at that time. So yes, sir. I think that's what I remember. That's when you got your that's when you got your black belt, and um, and then from there you started this journey. So why don't you tell me what you saw? when it came to let's talk about our special needs because this is a niche that that we're going to talk about that you have okay but you know everybody knows that we they they call uh Carson the autistic whisperer you know that his he just had a gift when it comes to special needs kids and he had a heart that um that he wanted to teach kids that get him in the martial arts and he wanted to expose people to special needs. Yeah. Now, right now you tell me uh, the school that you have today. Now that you guys have this big giant school and stuff like that. When Austin comes in, dude, is <laughs> no. there a time? Uh, how <laughs> come on, dude. You know, <laughs> so, right? like I'm like, whenever I see the kid, it's just, you cannot be in a bad mood around that kid. Never. He's just excited to see you on day one at day three thousand, dude. Yeah. Okay, it does not matter. He steps in, and if I'm in town, it's the first thing I hear, Mister Cox. Right. And uh, um, hey, buddy, and you know, it, you know, it just melts, right? It's just, yes, it's just, uh, it's just something, and. So I, I never, I, I forgot to do this for you now. So I'm going to do it on my platform here. But, uh, when you tested for your third degree black belt, I, I meant I was, I leaned over to Carson and said, I never seen such a selfless act in Matthew today as I have ever seen because on your, and I forgot, man, I just kicked myself because I forgot to talk to you about in front of, in front of the group. But when I sat and watched that test, all I could remember is you sacrificed your whole test to make sure that Austin can do his test. You stood right by him. You did the forms with him. It wasn't about you at all. And then, then, you know, anything Austin had to do, you were right there. You were doing forms with him. So you sacrificed your, your time to shine for your degree in order for Austin to be able to uh, be shown, right? And it was... I never got to tell you that day, but that was a real turning point in the respect that I had for you from that test. So as, at least on my platform here and, and you, we've sir. got, we've got a good 20 people or so watching this that they, and this is going to go out to, to hundreds, if not thousand people when they, when they re-listen to this, but, uh, that was the most selfless act that I have ever, uh, ever seen. And it was awesome to see. So, uh, tell me about, tell me about your special needs now. I remember, 
um, I've I've been watching you now because you've kind of taken over that that role that you do probably most of the privates, and now you're teaching others how to work with special needs. Is that correct? You got other instructors underneath you now that you're teaching them how to work with the special needs kids, where some yes, of them are are having it right. Well, we, well I've got my uh, I would say my one who I've kind of poured everything into is uh, shout out Mr. Gabriel. You know, he's actually on his camping trip right now. Well, he just is left he? to go. Yeah. It was funny. He called me this morning. The kid couldn't load the kayak up. So the kayak fell out of his truck. And it was <laughs> so he's off to a great vacation. But yes, sir, I've got a I've got that young man. And again, shout out to him. Like for such a young age for Mr. Gabriel to be work because the kid's only 18. And I can remember coming in at 18 as well, working with these kids and you can see it him for himself. He's just got that genuine, just click for it, you know. Uh, so, t- t- how, well, how did it change you, Matthew? How did working with kids like that change you? Um, that's just another one of those things. It's hard to put into words. Like, uh, you know, as a kid times were different, you know, like as a dude's kind of dude, you like you, you, you talk different, you use the different type, types of slangs or things like that or expressions. And, uh, now as back in high school, uh, you know, it was really, we had like the few special needs kids at school you would kind of interact with things like that. And you never, you never really saw, anybody like mistreat uh anyone but we we had this one kid named zach and it was just like i said it's kind of like austin you see someone and uh you couldn't have a bad day with the kid man just none but smiles nothing but uh good intentions and but then after that it was you know they like schools don't let those kids interact much with people so I wasn't really, I didn't know much about it. But then when I started working here with Carson, uh, I was kind of just thrown straight into it. And it's, it's life-changing. It's just because, like, these kids can go through so many struggles that I couldn't even think of the struggles that some of these kids go through. Mm-hmm. And they're sitting there kicking and smiling like, this is the best right. time of their life, dude. Like, so. Right. You sit there and you're like, wow, my problems ain't that bad. (laughs) Right. So, uh, you know, I think I agree with you because I've watched this too before. You know, I've seen uh, Maddox on the mat. Um, I've seen him be, I remember when Maddox first started and then um, to where he can kind of, you know, you can help walk him now and he crawls around on the mat and this is where they, they love to be and the smiles on their face. And what that is, I don't know about you, but when I was, when I work with them, I'm like, how do any of my students have an excuse? You know, or like right. I, even myself, like, right. you know, you sit there and you're like, you know, I might, I don't really want to train today. Like I might not. And then you're like sitting there and you're like, wow. All right. And these so, kids are just ready to go. Like they love it. Like, and so for me to be able to, get those kids to just sit there and like laugh, giggle, hang out, throw a few punches. Like, like you said, at the same time, it feels like, you know, you clock into work, you do your thing, but then Mm -hmm. like once you're sitting there and you're doing your stuff, it just, it doesn't feel like work. Like it feels like you're just being able to just hang out. Like you're, you're like, you're having fun with them, you know, like you're right. Well, it's right. I, I, I do the same thing when I come out there, man. I, I look forward to it. And I think another thing that um, that really helped uh, is it, it – you know how sometimes um, when you see someone in a wheelchair or something like that, you know, it, it, people are kind of standoffish. But when you're in an environment where they're welcomed it's and it, it, it keeps it, – it, it allows for them to have uh, – for others to say, hey, you know what? They're, this is really not not as scary as what I think it is, right? Yes, sir. They smile. They they laugh. I mean, it was 
the last time I was there and then you guys did a question and answer with me, you know, um, uh, and you know, our boy in a wheelchair, he was, he, he's non-communicative and, but when I talked about competing and I talked about competing somebody in a wheelchair, it, he perked up when I said it and he laughed and I thought to myself, man, I think there's a lot more in there than people think, man. Oh, there's 100%. no way he did not understand me on that. Yeah. Right. Even yeah. though he couldn't communicate, but I, so little things like that have always, you know, I don't know, it's, uh, just really helped with what that, you know, what that is as far as special needs goes and to give the mystique of the wheelchair or the mystique of several palsy, or it's not as scary. You know, people get scared of the fact, or they don't know how to react or be around people with special needs. And it's such an environment be because it's just part of it. That's just normal. You don't go into it. it, it, This is normal day in in Blue karate. You know what I mean? You know, you got somebody that's just screaming and yelling on the other mat and it's like, Oh, that's so-and-so. Yeah. He's got a little problem with that. And, uh, you know, yeah. it's just, it's just normal. It's just what it's it just is. What, yeah. just what yeah. it is. And so it's been great watching, um, watching, uh, you, you teach them. And then all of a sudden you you got, you know, you got other people underneath you, you know, Carson's taught you now you're teaching others, right? You know, Kelly's there. This is Joe's wife. You know, he's people accepting they Jack, their daughter too. Uh, and not being mean to her was my biggest concern. When I found out she had brain damage, we are so grateful for Matthew Carson, all the amazing instructors, you know, this is this is just a testament to that school and to you guys and the leadership in that school about being accepting to, um, you know, everybody, no matter where they're at. Isn't the mat an amazing thing, right? The mat just does not the mat just does not care about. First of all, don't care about your feelings. doesn't care yeah. about how you feel. Yeah. OK, uh, it doesn't care about what color, creed or religion you are. It just cares about, uh, you know, are you on the mat giving your best, whether you're the instructor or you're the student, doesn't matter either way. So it's been an awesome thing to, you know, so when somebody says, when are you going to get a real job? Uh, uh, you, you know I what I mean? Right. I just so, be like, ah, joke's on you. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm in air conditioning. I play with kids all day. <laughs> you know, like you can hate, like, you know. Yeah, that's right. So. Well, let's talk about, so we, you, last time I was there, right? I want to talk about your influence you have. Didn't we, or did we, we sat together, right? And I said, Matthew, you have such a skill with these guys. You need to do a TikTok. Oh, yeah. Right. We had <laughs> yeah. this, we had this conversation, right? I said, yes, sir. and what you, your first thing you said to me, goes, nah, nah, come on. Baby. I said, bro. <laughs> I am telling you that this is going to blow up because you are going to take something that people are just mystified by people that are disabled and you're going to be able to put them out there in this TikTok. And I said, you need to do a special kicks TikTok. So, and you, and I said, you're going to get influenced and you're going to find something, something one of these kids are going to do is just going to blow up. Because it's not, it can't help but pull on your heartstrings. And so, what happens? Let's let's talk about while I'm there that weekend. You um, you set it up. Yeah. So we were sitting there. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. Mr. Bouchard walked in the room. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Well, tell 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 Joe that's why he's not on the show because he doesn't seem to. You know what I'm saying? He said, "This is why you're not on the show, sir." <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay so yeah the tiktok uh you're sitting there and you know i was never big into it i never watched it wasn't really my thing uh and you're like oh like you know you should do it you know get into it i'm like all right what's the worst thing that could happen you know uh and i, I posted a couple videos and then it was like the week after you left or something like that <laughs> And I posted one, and it was funny. Me and Mr. Bouchard stayed at the studio that night um, because uh, we had to hand out waters because they had a marathon for all the fallen firefighters, 
all the fallen police officers, and they did like a little race uh, mm-hmm. in front of the school. So they closed the street down. So we spent the night out uh, here, and I posted the video, fell asleep. By the time I woke up, it had, shoot, like 100,000 views. And I was right. like, <laughs> like, okay, like, all right. I like, all right. So then I'm like, just like looking at it all day. I'm like, all right, cool, cool, cool. I throw it down. I leave it alone. The next day I wake up, like 500,000 people have seen it. And I was just like, whoa. And then I kept posting, kept posting. I think I checked this morning and I looked, I think it's at 30,000 followers by now. So I would, was really cool when I reached. So I'm, uh, I'm going to put this up there. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm oh, sorry okay. to cut so, you off. Go ahead. Keep going. Uh, it was really cool when I reached honestly, like 2000 people or something like that. I was like, wow. Like, 2000 people have like are seeing like what we're doing like you know like it's going not just local news things like this that's where i truly realized like the power of social media it can go everywhere yep mm-hmm. and so i kept posting videos kept posting videos by the end of like i looked at the video again like this morning and it's got 1.9 million views on one video 1.9 million views and now so you so you were at you we called it special kicks at first. Now you've changed it. Yes, sir. To so tell me the name. I'm going to put it in the comments so people can um, look at it. It was smiles and kicks. Okay, so what made you decide? Because believe it or not, we talk about this. Really? Uh, uh, <laughs> about we talked about. We talked about what this can do, right? So when I was out there last time, I do this video of Austin doing his self-defense and then him and I just having a little moment together. And then in overnight, 15,000 views watching Austin do his thing. Yes, sir. Right? And so I was like, what the heck, man? And, uh, And then you had... Now, what's your video that went super viral? Which one was that? It was it was funny. Like, uh, it was so as you know, I run the little ninja testing now. So I'm doing the belting process, you know, and I come up to her name's Michaela, and so I come up, Michaela, and I'm like, hey, and without even like hesitation, like this little girl just like full on like spider monkey jumps and like gives me a hug, and it like I tied her belt on and like that was it. Just like a normal belting, like you know, like I it literally happens like all the time. And it was so crazy. <laughs> right? I told you that it's the craziest thing that's going to catch people's hearts. Yes, sir. And um and so you you guys now your hat, how many followers there on TikTok do you have now? Uh thirty thousand. Thirty thousand. Yes, sir. So, Listen, now I was only out there what four months ago, three months, two months ago, three months ago. This hasn't no. been very long. No, sir. Right, and now you get to see what you've put in these kids with special needs on the map. Like, wow! So martial what, arts can do this. What's really interesting is like the the messages people will send, and been like, "Oh my gosh, I wish there was something like this in our city." Like. Me being able, like, it was some people with, uh, I had this one little girl with Down syndrome. It was so sweet. Because you know how you can, like, duet on TikTok? You can duet. Mm-hmm. She duetted one of the videos and was, like, watching your videos is, like, the highlight of my day. Thank you so much for treating, like, everybody normal. And, like, it's just so sweet to, like, see all the love coming in from, like, everybody else being, like, dude, you're killing it. These kids are awesome. Like, Keep doing what you're doing, man. Like, it's just so to see everybody else, like, see what we do here is it, just mm-hmm. it's really cool. Yeah, it's been great. I wanted to bring that up to to uh, talk about just the power of that from from an idea that 
Us sitting on the I, couch talking, <laughs> just messing around. I know. Right. And I, I, I remember you and I at the studio and I, I'm like, I'm hammering you because you almost didn't do it. Yes, sir. You're like, nah, dude, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> nah. I don't do TikTok. You know, I'm not going to do TikTok. And I'm like, bro, I'm telling you. Yeah. You've got this you, yourself. I mean, it's it's the it's 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 the kids. It's your interactions with them. It's it's your genuine. You're you're kind of a genuine guy with them, and then how they feel towards you and the love. And I said, in this kind of a world where nothing, everything is just nothing but garbage and crap every day, this little thing here of this of this little school in the middle of Georgia that are changing <laughs> lives with these kids in wheelchairs and down syndrome or, or whatever, several palsy, whatever, whatever the case may be, autism, uh, all of it is, is awesome. This is just what, this is what it's all about. So now, so we've, now you've gone from this, from this little kid that got his black belt to, to now you're, you're at third degree black belt now, right? Working towards yes, master's sir. rank and, yes, sir. um, but you won't be the first master's right at the studio. No, sir. Okay. No, that's sir. right. Okay. Okay. That's, <laughs> I appreciate you. Thank you for reminding me again, sir. Thank you. You're welcome. I just want to make sure that I remind you. I didn't want it. I didn't want all oh. my compliments to get too oh. going up in your head because I'm sure. <laughs> oh, I was all... feeling like this, but now we're back <laughs> to normal, sir. Okay. You're, Cause you're probably going to get out there and go, Mr. Cox never sent me many nice things. In, oh, I, I mean, in, I mean. in an hour. <laughs> so, um, you know, your uh, your generosity that you that you have as far as with with all the uh, special kicks. Tell me how you do your leadership now. You've taken Gabe underneath your wing. How do you teach him? How do you teach these young guys uh, what it's like? Tell me, tell me your thought process on that. How you, how are you taking yourself into into their in, into how they teach? Um, honestly, what like pretty much of how you guys have taught me, like everyone, like I I feel like the I know I'm only 23 and I say mm -hmm. the the generation below me, but I don't know what it is, man. It's just it's different. I don't know, but uh, you you gotta. I'm trying to think like without Mr. Bouchard, it's been really helpful to, cause I've never had to manage anybody. Or I've never had uh -huh. to have anybody underneath me. Cause if honest, the way, and I'm very bad about it. If something's not really going the way I would like for it to go or something's not be done, I'll just go ahead and do it myself. Gotcha. Uh, mm -hmm. So delegating was really, uh, really a Thing I'm struggling and having to work with myself, but constant reassurance, like you know, like like let them hang out with me while I'm doing a private lesson. Uh, let them like it. We'll kind of pretty much do private lessons together sometimes, and let him kind of get a feel of the diagnosis or whatever he's got, the students got going on. Uh, like you know, but like I said, it's with Gabriel, it wasn't really hard to bring him up like Gabriel was a, a natural like the kids just got a heart for it the kids see I think that's what it, what it is you know when you have a heart for something and you have a genuine heart it's it's you you know you're just you're just kind of plugging things in now okay yes, sir. You, you know because you can't teach heart you know you either well you know what I, I don't know I, I say that and I'm not sure you, you you if you say you can't teach heart maybe that's not the, that's not the right thing if you tell yeah, people you say. can't teach heart uh, you can teach that it's okay to have a heart for them. You can teach, you know, you can teach somebody how to be shy and then have this animal, uh, instinct to defend themselves. I mean that, I guess you can teach heart, uh, you know, but you build off somebody that has a, that, that natural gift to, to help, you know what I mean? So, um, you have an old friend on here that's saying, hi, you remember Maurice, huh? Yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. He's serving. He's serving our country these days. So he's out. He, he's out. He's away from the school. So let's talk about Bouchard real quick. Let's talk about his leadership and how it's helped. Now, listen. <laughs> so we, you know, Karch and I brought you in when we went out on base and started teaching military. We started bringing you in. We brought Michael down one time, and we brought you down because I think I think you guys bring something to the table that they they were not used to. 
guys that are kind of skilled and uh, and Joe always talking about having a worthy opponent and then putting worthy opponents in front of their soldiers to see if they can defend themselves properly, right? And sure. so, you know, Joe came in our lives through us teaching a, a martial arts thing, you know, um, <laughs> and it's just, uh, so you have somebody that, you know, is out of the military, a combat vet, that uh, was in the military leading leading groups and troops and stuff like that. And now he's inside the school kind of leading management. And, uh, you know, tell me the stuff you've learned from Joe as far as management goes. Um, where Where is that taking you now being what you're doing? Uh, well, we all know that really Mr. Bouchard just keeps the water cold, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, you know that. No, but uh, – so like delegating things, <laughs> like just telling me how to just be the best I can be the best I can be, uh, how, we, how to like work like slideshows for our staff meetings, uh, like how we do on Wednesdays or how we all have to present everything back to Carson mm -hmm. by the week. So how we all communicating things better, making sure we're planning things every just how to be on top of my game to make sure like everybody here can have the best experience they can possibly have. So it was, so what we've seen is we've seen Joe kind of, Joe has an expertise in that, in that mil, in that, you know, being from the military and being organized like he is. Yes, sir. Uh, and, and then of course he's just an animal on the mat. So he's <laughs> being able to drive you having somebody around to drive you to be, a better martial artist and because tell me, did you get stagnant when you're before he was around? Did you get stagnant in your training? Oh, was, ab absolutely. Yeah. Everybody right? gets to that point where they feel like they're other than like master, uh, master Carson or anybody. There weren't many, I would say scrappers in the gym. So mm -hmm. when you get to a point where you kind of feel like top dog for a second or like, uh, so you do, you get stagnant. And then Mr. Bouchard came in one day and I left with black eye, <laughs> bruised, yes, you know, like it was, uh -huh. so uh, it was always yeah, great to like, keep pushing forward. So it's good, you know, and the reason I ask you that is because you're kind of young, you know what I mean? You're, you're 23 in a leadership position in a big school. Um, because I think you got, I mean, how many students do you guys have? Do you guys have a number of, of how many you think you are? Uh, I four in the 400s, right? Yeah. Four, four, maybe close to 500 students in, in your guys' school. I, I don't know if some point, some people really realize just how big the school is and how many students are really there and how many people you're facilitating. Um, Joe says, uh, you're welcome by the way. On his thing. <laughs> yeah. But, but I think you still way. have, well, it's okay, Joe. Cause I still think you have more signups than Krav, right? Yes, sir. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. So karate is still doing. Yeah. Okay. Just want to make sure uh, Thanks, we Thank stay you. humble in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, so you know, I wanted you know, I wanted you to, from your perspective as a young as a young guy, that did you go to school, Matt? No, sir. I, mean, I didn't go to college. Right. So you know, I you know, I didn't either. You know, I did some college. I didn't do uh, a ton of college, right? And um. I just, it just wasn't for me. I, more of the school of hard knocks is what is the route that I went. And, and I wanted people to know that, you know, real life experience sometimes this is, this gets overshadowed, you know, in, in life that can a young man make differences, learn stuff, real life stuff in a work environment. And I think that you've, you've attested to that. You, you've, you've, you've proven that, you know, work ethic heart go hand in hand and you know you can this is where you're at so i think for somebody that's 23 years old that's been that's been major you know my kids and my sons you know michael did go through college and um and and i think that's you know that's great too what whatever whatever anybody's path is that's their that's their path you know what i mean yes, and uh i think that as as we're winding down here um I think I want you to tell people what is it that what is it that make that drives you to come come 
you know, when you're having these days, bad days, because we've all had it. I know you had a rough uh, relationship too. And, and tell me that the school really wasn't what your backbone was. I mean, I'm telling you when I went through divorce, if it wasn't for my school, oh my gosh. Uh, okay. And so what, why don't you tell them, dude, what drives you, what, what you like of, uh, about Marshall, what you like about being a, a, what you like about being an instructor and what you like being a, being a mentor. Why don't you just say what, in your words, you know, what it's like to come to a school and do what you do on a daily. Um, it's like from the minute, uh, I walk in, uh, I, you kind of take that deep breath and you're just like, ah, oh. Like, you know, it's just, I don't know. The studio's got a different kind of smell. I don't know if you can relate to it. It's just like, smells like, smells like the studio. Right. And, uh, it's, it's, it's home. And as soon as classes get going, you can, how the, you know how the studio is set up. You walk in and then you can kind of see the mats. And then as soon as they come around that corner and they're just like, Mr. Matthew, <laughs> like, it's, <laughs> it's. I, I don't have kids of my, my own, but I feel like that's the closest thing you could like feel, you know, as soon as they come around the corner and they're just like, it's so excited to see you. They're like, just ready to go, ready to tell you about their day. Uh, Cause what's funny is like, I see these kids sometimes than my own, my own family. Like I just, cause I'm constantly here. And so it, it's great to, Watch them grow, honestly, because you when you see them start off, you know, they're like a baby deer. And then by the end of it, you know, they're fully grown, doing their own thing. Uh, mm -hmm. For like prime example, we have Mr. Jeeval, you know, give him. He yes. goes, he'll be the first master of the studio. Yes. Correct. And to see him from six years old, man, now being like 15, uh, it's. It's great, man. Just to really just see them grow and be who they're, like, meant to be, you know? And to be able to, like, mold them and show them, like, this is good, this is bad. Don't do it, like, you know? So uh, so even in your young life, you know, your experiences that you have, um, tell me if, it, if, if being in leadership position hasn't changed how you, uh, how you attack life yourself, right? You, you know, the thought process uh, behind things, for yes, sure. Sir. Absolutely. Right. For sure. Absolutely. Uh, like you said, it's always if someone's like they're looking to see you mess up, you know, they want to like. So I've always feel like if I'm not carrying myself to the standard that's, you know, how you're supposed to be, mm -hmm. then these kids could see it. Uh, and then like, well, if I was supposed to be like the one person or because like you said like sometimes they're having problems at home or something along those lines so if i can be that one person be like you know mr matthew was always cool mr matthew always was that was a cool dude you know i want to i want to be like him and then when you actually hear it that like wow like because i i had it it happened honestly like oh, last week i had a little kid be like you know i want to be like you when i grow up and you're just like oh, mm. oh, oh. <laughs> like, yeah it hits you and so right that's that's when you have those moments that really like set that drive again back in you and you're like, now I know why I do this. Yeah. It's been great. You know, it's been great watching you uh, mature. Maybe do you see a little bit of, of, uh, uh, this is your pop, I think just came on right here. Um, do you so see? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dad's a good guy. Um, you know, when, uh, do you see how we get on your case as your instructor, what we're Absolutely. trying to do now? A hundred percent. Right. I think that's one of the main things that, you know, people, you know, I don't know. Um, um, you know, Cody saying hi to you too, man. Um, so brother. yeah, we miss having Cody around. Uh, your girlfriend's still not taking class either. Cody, just let you know <laughs> that she should be on the mat. Um, you know, I'm hoping that as you see what me, especially you can see me, especially, you know, I'm always kind of given lessons, life lessons, because I took so many wrong turns in my life that without the studio, I wouldn't have been 
anywhere close. And, you know, I make my mistakes every day of the week, you know, and I'm still trying to learn from what, from what I have. Uh, and so I think that I'm hoping that you see, and, and by the way, my leadership maybe isn't always, isn't what your leadership is just so everybody knows, right. You know, the way I do things or the way I can say things, it, it might not be quite what, uh, how you're going to attack things. Correct. Yes, or, you know, you know that my flavor is a lot different than Carson's. You know what I mean? You know, you know, Mr. Carson, he's, yes, he's nice about everything, whatever. <laughs> and, uh, until you, you know, until you fold them the wrong way and then, then, then you have a different, different flavor. So I just think that in layers of leadership, you guys, as young men that you guys are here, you know, I speak to my own sons at the, at, at this also, including, uh, Carson, cause I look at him as one of my sons, as, as you guys continue in your growth, I think that you have for sure showing what a young, uh, what a young man has in this, uh, in, in where you have influence over, over people's lives, over their children, and they entrust you with their children. I think uh, as leaders, you take that to heart and become the man that, that you want your children to be and to mimic in life. Okay. Because I guess that's where you're at now. So continue your journey, dude. I think that, uh, you know, I wanted to do this with you for, uh, for a while. I wanted people to go, if they want to go see, uh, your your TikTok, and then they're going to get a real flavor for what these kids yes, are okay yeah. and because because it's really not about you or i it's really about them yes sir and and you know you don't know until you till you hold somebody up that that can't walk themselves and you're right there in their ear and you're like come on you can do this and we we know right we've got students that are like oh i'm so tired to go to class and you got this one struggling to take a half a step yes sir and smiling while they're doing it. So I, anything I've learned over the time is just like excuses, man. I just, I can't deal with them. You know what I mean? That, that we, when you get to work with those type of children, you, you get to see what it's like to have perseverance and self-control and an indomitable spirit. Everything we teach is right there in that. And if that doesn't, if that doesn't get your heart, I just don't know what does, man. As a matter of fact, I'll be there in a couple of weeks. I'm coming down in two weeks. Awesome. So, yeah, 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 I know. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to, uh, to to seeing everybody again. But uh, once again, Matthew, this is probably one of the most, you, you know, everybody talking to you out here, by the way. This is another one. Um, Matthew's a big brother, pseudo dad to many of these kids. His rules, life lessons for this group of teens is amazing. Could not ask for a better mentor for my teen. Even in your young life, you know, you've gone through a lot of stuff. And uh, as hard as the stuff is that we did, that you've done, divorce, whether it's divorce, your relationships that went south or whatever it is, it gets your experiences get to help those that uh, you're, you're bringing up and mentoring in this time. So you're doing a great job. I'm Thanks, looking sir. forward to uh, seeing what else is on the horizon. And I'll be there in a couple weeks. And uh, if they, everybody, I put out what his TikTok is. Okay. It's uh, at smiles and kicks. If you guys want to go and uh, be one of his 30,000 followers that he has now, <laughs> you know, it's his, right. You still can't believe that, right? Yeah, it was crazy. He, crazy. Absolutely crazy. It, it's, uh, um, it's just, uh, it, it's just amazing. You know what I mean? Um, you know, Maurice, having Maurice, one of the soldiers on here talking to us, one of our black belts from back then. Uh, Frankie McConnell's one of my black belts here in California. He's on he's online right now. Um, Rain wants to be just like Mr. Matthew. <laughs> you know, so it's just it, it's just good. It should make you feel good. It should make you feel proud of yourself. You know, as much as we it, it, we get on you, dude. Uh, this was a time for me to make you shine, give you an hour of, of the acclimates that you get. But I will be there in two weeks. Yes, sir. It's not going to so, be all rainbows. I, it's not going to be I, all rainbows and sunshine I when I come in, bro. I, would, I wouldn't okay. expect anything else, sir. All right. Because I don't know. Tell me, if, since you went and did a jujitsu tournament, you did a no-gi, and, you know, you called me right after. You know, you you <laughs> took third, and you've never competed before, and you did, I don't know, how many matches. And you're like, I'm the third loser. So tell me, how many classes have you done since then to make uh, yourself better? How many? I've... 
probably done like one or two to be honest that's there. right mm -hmm. yeah. so make sure you have your little uh i'll have my little rash guard you have yes, your sir. little rash guard and we're gonna we're gonna get on that mat absolutely when i sir. get out there we're, yes, we're gonna sir. see what's up you know because there's nothing i like better than smoking <laughs> 23 year olds uh, 23 year olds when i'm 60 you know what i mean yes sir <laughs> all right man i really had all a right. good time with you matt thank you uh thank your you. dad should be proud of you i know that carson's proud of you keep up the good work we will see you in two weeks. I will have this on. You can share this. This will be uh, on Facebook Live. It'll be already saved. And on YouTube, it'll be saved. But I'll have the audio transcript coming out um, um, by the end of day. And so those that can't watch this, they'll be able to call, go up on my uh, on my podcast and listen to the audio about from you. So make sure you share it. Uh, uh, and share it on your TikTok so people can get to know you a little bit more. Uh, the, you know, just put out the, you know, uh, you know, for a second, go up to, um, I can't believe I'm telling you how to do TikTok, but uh, in your <laughs> bio and just say, put something out and put the link to this and people can go to the link and listen to you talk. And uh, um, it, it'd be a way to get, 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 get it out there and we'll, we'll make something nice. Um, cause it's got a lot of play. You, the picture I use is with you and, uh, Austin and, uh, anybody that, uh, you know, it would be fun it, next time. Maybe we do one of these, dude, yeah, maybe we'll Austin do something. Here. We'll do something live you and I yeah. together and we'll have Austin because um, man, that is going to be fun. Yes, okay. That's going to be fun. All right. So All I appreciate awesome. you. Absolutely. Go do your stuff. You got lessons, I've, man. I'll thanks, talk sir. to you soon. Bye-bye, sir. Right. You've been listening to real talk with Mark Cox. Real life, real topics, real conversation. We're passionate about motivation, fitness, self-defense, weight loss, and coming at it from a real angle. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from this show. And we hope you had fun. We know we did. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit us up on Instagram and Facebook at MarkCox100. Make sure to subscribe and review and tell a friend or two about the show. For more, hit up the website at markcox.com. Till next time, keep it real.